financial literacy, and the human condition. Welcome to Financial Fitness with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Rayum. Welcome to Financial Fitness. I'm Jess Tyler along with the Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Rayum. Good morning. Good morning, Jess. How are you doing? I'm good. Did you survive the big snow apocalypse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's New England. Get over it. Yeah, I don't remember this mild kind of winter for maybe ever, but certainly for a long time. Yeah, the snow hasn't been so bad. Uh, recession, money, and money problems seems like it's really bad this year. <laughs> Is it raining on you? And, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. What's the big term in the news all the time right now? Rolling recession. Right. Prior to this, nobody ever talked about a rolling recession. But now we have narrowly escaped the broad recession that all of us talking heads were warning about saying, could be doom and gloom, prepare yourself, right? Uh, myself included. I'm always very conservative when I see economics going in this direction mm-hmm. because I know that in general, watching your money for most people is not their top priority. And so time passes and all of a sudden they're caught, sure, and they say, well, I didn't realize that was happening. Because once you hear it in the news, wait, we're in recession, right? When you hear that in the news, it's done. You're there already. you got to get out ahead of this stuff. Well, and I think there's a lot of things going back and forth in the news. Like you're hearing that we are going to have a recession. There isn't a recession. There's a rolling recession. Like it just seems like it's gone. It's flip-flopped a lot. Yeah, so that's the thing is what are we really talking about? What the heck is a rolling recession? Mm. Okay, a rolling recession is... It's a nice term that we've given to this when we can't really say we're in recession, but we have sectors of the market. We have pockets. We have certain industries that are in recession or are feeling uh, what we call contraction, financial contraction. They're seeing signs of contraction. Okay. So that means if you can picture sort of a ball rolling across the United States or picture a, a twister that, you know, one of those little microbursts <laughs> that jumps up and comes down, wipes out some trees, and then skips the whole town and goes over and takes out that house. Mm -hmm. That's what a rolling recession is. It's affecting little pockets as it goes along the country, right? So there are certain areas that are going to be more obvious to people than others. Now, this could, a word of caution here, it could develop into a real recession. But right now, we think, you know, we're sort of in uncharted waters here. The feds are raising interest rates like crazy, right? Yeah. (laughs) are saying it's going to cool for a certain reason. Others are saying, no, they're gearing up for higher inflation, longer inflation. You know, what we're experiencing right now is a little different than what we've experienced in the past where we had a good model. This is how it works. We haven't had to deal with a pandemic in our generation. Nobody alive that I know of has had to really deal with this kind of a pandemic Mm -hmm. in the middle of a uh, technology-heavy environment, right? We... (laughs) So we're in a pandemic. So what? We'll do the radio show on a phone. We'll do Zoom meetings with our clients. Right? This is a completely new game. Yeah, a lot has so changed. A lot has changed, and we're you know we're trying to figure it out. So let's talk about what kinds of areas are getting hit by this rolling recession. And when you and say when you say areas, are you talking about parts of the country, or are you talking about certain industries? I'm talking about certain industries. Okay, parts of the country may be getting hit harder than others as well, but. For this show, we're talking about specific industries. Okay. And I want to talk about it because it will affect the job market. It is affecting the job market. Mm -hmm. And that's where it gets into people's wallets, right? This show is about general finance, the human nature that we have about how we make our decisions, what we avoid, how we do things better. Mm -hmm. That's what we talk about. Yeah. So 
most people won't really care if I'm talking about a rolling recession or not until you tell them. But this is the effect it might have on your wallet. Right. And that's what we're going to go into. So it's true that the job market has been overall strong. Mm -hmm. But we have seen weakness in certain sectors. And this is what I'm talking about with this rolling recession. And this could intensify as the year goes on. So I'm going to quote LinkedIn a lot because they seem to have their finger on the pulse about what's going on in the job market Mm -hmm. as well as United States labor. So let's talk about what Lincoln says. So there's a guy named Rand Dyad. He's the head of economics and global labor markets, I think. Yeah, head of economics and global labor markets at Lincoln. And he's saying, look, you know, things are still strong, but we're seeing these signs of weakness. And they may be slowing gradually, but he thinks they're going to continue to slow over the next few months. And that's the key. It all depends on what happens with the Fed and our interest rates, what we see in the next few months. So pay attention, at least, for the next few months to what's going on, because there's a certain domino effect to this. People talk about the housing market all the time. It's something we can all relate to. Mm -hmm. So the housing market has seen, certainly, uh, some downturn in the last year. Now, people will say it's it's still hot. Prices on houses are still up. Yeah, prices are still up, but the market isn't as hot as it was. Well, houses are sitting on the market a lot longer. That's right. And that means that's a whole show all of its own. Like what happens if you're trying to sell your house and now you're trying to buy a house in this market, right? A lot of people are holding their price because they know prices are still up and they can't can't replace their home right now. Mm -hmm. They're kind of sitting on it. Yeah. And things are staying longer in the market. Well, that means that the manufacturing indexes, the people who build the houses, that's going to follow, right? And that's that's also, you know, maybe pointing towards some contraction or some pullback. And so this, you can see how this is working. I mean, all of this is tied together, housing, manufacturing, finance, right? How do you get a house? Most people get a mortgage. Mm-hmm. How do you get a mortgage? You have to go to the bank for financing. Well, there's significantly tighter credit conditions lately, which indicates that the financial sector may be slowing down. And the rates are so much higher, so you're paying a lot more for a mortgage. Exactly. So overall, you know, economists, they're all saying broadly that they expect to see slow to moderate growth this year. So when you talk about slow to moderate growth this year, they're kind of predicting that. What does that actually mean for the average person? Well, you know, that really does depend on where you are in your life and your investing. So are you very close to retirement or are you very young or somewhere in between? So slow to moderate growth means, okay, we're probably not losing money. But you're not going to make a lot on your investment or what you've got saved. Overall, in general, that's the thinking. Now, it's a very broad brush we're painting with here. Mm -hmm. But, But you have to remember that inflation is high. And although, you know, some things say, okay, uh, for instance, if, the, if this trend, if this rolling recession trend keeps going uh, and affects the job market the way LinkedIn is, produ- is projecting, then, you know, that could mean that the central bank will, maybe it will inspire the central bank to ease up a little on its own tightening measures. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, we're seeing news that says, oh, the Fed's are gearing up for longer inflation. So the point is, you don't know who to believe right now. And whenever this happens, and we, we have... I go to the broad data, and the broad data is slow to moderate growth. Slow to moderate growth means, okay, you're probably not losing your shirt in the market, but with inflation as high as it is, you may be sliding backwards if you're not earning very much. 
So if, if you're in a cycle where it's slow to moderate growth, do you see people investing in riskier things because they're trying to make a bigger return? Well, I'm sure that that's true for some people. And that is the thinking is, you know, why don't I just take on more risk? But we've had this conversation many times. That might pan out for you. Yes, you might take on more risk and you might earn more money. Mm-hmm. Or you might take on more risk and you might lose more money. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it does depend on whether you're very young, whether you're older, what, how close you are to retirement, regardless of your age. So let's, let's think about that for a minute. If you're very young, mm-hmm. let's say I don't know, you're 25, 30 years old, or maybe even younger, and you have a lot of earning years in front of you, mm-hmm. and the time to watch the market and, and invest in things and see things come back, you might, be, you might be served well by asking somebody, a broker or somebody you know, like us, to say, where can I find some opportunities? I'm, I'm looking for opportunities. I'm looking for buying opportunities. I've got cash. I'm holding on to it, and I'm saying, what am I going to do that might be a great opportunity in terms of risk, but it might take a long time for me to reap that reward, or I have a long time for it to grow, so I'm, I'm okay with this. I can tolerate some losses. Well, that might be the the tack that a young person takes right now. Someone who is a few years from retirement might be looking at this saying, slow to moderate growth, rate of inflation, I might be sliding backwards here, and I don't know what's coming down the pike, and I don't like the sound of rolling recession. No matter matter what they put in front of it, it doesn't make recession sound any better. (laughs) Exactly. Right? It doesn't sound like it's rolling in the right direction. The only time that works is when you're rolling in money, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, they might say, well, gee, maybe it's time for me to start to protect my assets, start to lock in my income um, streams for the future. Now, they may not want to take the risk, you know, that a young person might take, but there are ways for them to use diversification wisely and to pick up some things that are conservative but are still paying well. And in that way, you know, out edge this inflation and still protect their assets. Now, the place that I see people talking about right now happens to be CDs. They're all saying, oh, CDs at four and a half, five percent. Why don't I get a CD? Mm-hmm. And while that may seem great because the CDs are, you know, they're insured and they're safe, all of that. But if inflation is at eight and your CD is earning five, you are still losing three percent. Mm-hmm. So frustration sets in. What do you do? And, you know, there are, I mean, I can't go into details here today, but there are products that are available that you can get that are safe but will likely out-earn inflation. So you don't have a risk to your principal, but you may have the opportunity to outpace inflation. That's right. Okay. And so even with slow to moderate growth, even if you're a conservative investor, there are ways for you to be able to do this. Now, diversification is important, right? You need to pay attention to that at whatever age you're at. All your money should not be in real estate or all of it shouldn't be in CDs or all of it shouldn't be in annuities or all of it shouldn't be in stocks. You should have a diversified portfolio because no matter what our best guess is, at the end of the day, you know, a pandemic can happen, Jess. I mean, right. There's so many factors that you can't, you can't plan ahead for. Exactly. I mean, we don't even know if we're out of this pandemic. We Mm -hmm. still have we still have all kinds of possibilities there. So, you know, we've kind of become used to it and inured to it. But, again, anything can happen. So the overall message here is pay attention to the rate of inflation, first of all, and see if you're actually sliding backwards despite the fact that that I know in your gut, you know, seeing CD rates high or other kinds of safe 
accounts high like that, T-bills, whatever it is, uh, you know, I know right away you say, well, this is good. I'm earning a lot of interest because comparatively to what we used to earn, half a percent or whatever, it seems great. Right. But don't forget about inflation and don't forget about your age. How much time do you have to grow this? How close are you to retirement? How seriously do you have to look at protecting your assets or moving that money to the next generation safely? You know, what are your specific goals? And that's what we look at when we're thinking about what do we do with our money in this rolling recession. Okay, we're going to talk more about this in the second half. But first, I want to get your phone number. Oh, 413-773-3333. Or as always, you can go to HugYourMoney.com and sign on there. We will have much more with The Money Doctor, Dr. Francis Ram, coming up with part two of Financial Fitness on WHMP. That's next.